Hello and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, life transitions and relationship coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. Today's topic is focus on a new decade. And Eckhart Tolle says, the power for creating a better future is contained in the present moment. You create a good future by creating a good present. So everything starts with awareness. First, we have to be aware of where we are before we know how to get to where we're going or where we even want to go. How do we know where we, that we're not where we want to be already unless we take a look at what we're doing right now? So we're going to assess our current lifestyle. Take a look at it. What's going right? What's going wrong? What could use some change? What do you want to keep? What doesn't spark joy for you and that you need to let go now? As the beginning of a new decade is a really good time for this assessment. You know, uh, we've just had 10 years of what, what was, what was your life all about for the last 10 years? Mine was kind of about, uh, getting my kids up, grown up and out of high school and off to college, getting married, all of that. That was my focus for the last 10 years. Um, they were in their teenage years and now they're in the early twenties. So, uh, that was my focus. And now I have them, you know, on their way. So, it's time for me to be able to change my focus to something new and different. So what am I going to focus on over the next 10 years? Well, I think what I want to focus on is growing a business, bringing in some money, and saving up for retirement and making those retirement type decisions with my husband. What are we going to do, you know, uh, once the kids are out of the house? And, and are we going to fix the house up, sell the house, move? What are we doing? Uh, so they have a lot of decisions coming up in the next few years as uh, he prepares for his retirement and decides if he wants to have an encore career. So the two of us are going to be working a lot on that transition from being parents with kids at home to being empty nesters to <clears throat> retirement. So that's going to happen over the next 10 years for us. And we want to focus on what area needs the most change. And that's the area we really are going to focus on the most. So in, in our case, of course, it's that change of from being parents with kids at home to being empty nesters, to preparing for retirement. What do you think for you, Toby, has been the last 10 years? What's that been about? Well, what do you think the next 10 years will be about? Hmm. So the last 10 years have been adjusting from what was a very active, busy life between my work and my family life uh, to one that is not quite so active. Now, the transition came relatively uh, easily because even after I retired, uh, I went back to work in different ways, both in documentary making and, you know, doing some public access work uh, here in Albuquerque, uh, doing some film work here in Albuquerque. And then 
finding this place where we are now, where uh, we're in, you know, we've got our YouTube channels, three different YouTube channels, but we're to the point where doing our YouTube channels uh, means getting to the studio on time. Yeah. And then pushing some buttons and getting ready. <laughs> uh, you know the you know how busy it was when we were streaming, you know, live streaming, doing streaming New Mexico, and it was very live. So in the last decade, I've gone from very, very money-making, active, family-managing lifestyle to the family grown out of the house and on their own. Uh, my youngest is going to be 31 this year, you know. So, uh, so I've... I've gotten through that they're, and they're all employed. Most are married. The one that's not married is very happy, you know, where she is not being married. Um, two, kind of transitioning into no family, but still working to n- no family, not working, but being active. Uh, whether it's hobbies or or what we're doing uh, on YouTube, so it's been a very reasonable. Uh, it's been a staged transition for me. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been like a oh, everybody's gone and I'm out of work. You know. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think I've been a part of your life. For yeah, like no, eight no, no, years for about now, that long. So, no, I yeah. mean you made you were definitely part of the transition because mm-hmm. I had somebody to share kind of in the experiences. You're a great life coach, so I had somebody to talk about what I was experiencing. But I, I, I don't think I burdened you uh, because I didn't have the burden. I didn't have the burden of oh my family's gone and I have to live at an apartment. You know, yeah. I wasn't being my mother. Uh, <laughs> too much. Too much. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't carry. It was like I was ready for it. You know, mm-hmm. when I retired, uh, it was uh, effectively uh, 2010. So I was uh, 61. Uh, I was just about to go into quote retirement, both you know, in in age wise and financially. I was going to make that transition, and um, and I knew. I I don't think I'm the kind of person that could have just stopped cold, you know, gone cold turkey, stopped working, stopped family, stopped, you know, just quit. And, you know, we used to tease about staying in the apartment and watching the TV grow, you know. The TV grow? Yeah, because I don't have plants. You have to <laughs> the TV grow? I guess the bigger and bigger flat yeah, screen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the bigger and bigger flat screen. <laughs> okay. Uh, but luckily, I had uh, lots of opportunities to continue working. And anytime I want to see the family, I just fly to the East Coast or I call Jason and Sean and we get together for lunch. So, um, but it, it was really interesting as they were doing things and they were in the habit of asking me to help. Once I hit retirement, they stopped asking. And so I asked, don't you need my help? And they're going like, Dad, you're retired. You're old you know like you're old you're old you're not and retired old. i'm not old but um <laughs> so it's been a relatively easy transition for me in the 10 years now the the question the follow-on question is what happens the next 10 years and uh the next 10 years is the 10 years from 70 to 80 mm-hmm. um so i want to maintain my level of activity as much as i can because i think that's helps you thrive f- physiologically mentally um, I think where we are now with our shows, where we don't, there's not a lot of demands on us. I mean, you know, you do have some work that you do in terms of preparation for the softer side. I have some work uh, that I do in terms of preparation for the World Sand Project, but they're not debilitating. You know, they're not 
you don't spend five days a week uh, preparing for it. Although as you get more into developing it as business, you are going to have to spend some more time. I'm at the age for what we do right now, which is the combination of AGK, the softer side, and the World Sand Project is about where I want to be right now. And I don't see that falling off necessarily. There may be a point, you know, in in the future where um, where I just say um, I can't, you know, I really do want to just sit back and watch the TV grow because I don't have plants. <laughs> you got a yard. Uh, I got a yard. Yeah, got a yard. You yeah. do have plants. I can They're take, in the yard. Take care of the plants. So yeah, that's where I am. I'm I'm very comfortable where I am right now. You know how that changes. I think how it changes depends on physiology. Mm-hmm. I think that's what has the biggest, you know, that's the factor that you have to consider the most at, at my age. So uh, when you're considering setting goals and what's coming up for the future, it's good to ask yourself the three most important questions, which include what experiences do you want to have? What will help you grow and become the person you want to be? And in what ways can you contribute to others and to the world as a whole? This helps you to determine your values, uh, the direction that you want to go, and your priorities so that it's easier then to move into goal setting uh, with this as your guiding light. So what experiences do you want to have in the coming years? Me? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got my microphone off. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, the first experience is I just want to live the coming years. Mm-hmm. You know, at this age, you start going like, well, how many of those coming years do I have? Mm-hmm. I had a really interesting conversation. I told you when I went to the VA, um, we over the summer, we installed a new device. Well, they, uh, they pick a time where they recalibrate it. That, that happened last week. So I went in for the calibration. One of the questions I asked is, when's the next battery change? right? Because the last one was about seven years. And he said, oh, this is a much di- di- different device. The next battery change is 11.7 years from now. <coughs> and my reaction to it was, well, I kind of hope I'm around for the next battery change. That would make it <laughs> damn interesting. So my goal is to make it to the next battery change, Yeah. right? Which is a pretty good goal. Uh, but as I said, a lot's, I'm very happy with where we are right now. Mm-hmm. I don't see it ending. You know, we've got we, we see each other several times a week. We have our shows. We, we like what we do on the various shows. Um, so I don't see that changing over the near term. Uh, and it's enough, right? I have my house. I'm, I'm, I, I expect that I'm going to live in this house until I die. I have my little truck, which I'll keep until... It dies. It dies. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I'm not that hard on my vehicles. Um, so I see us kind of in this role right now and expanding both intellectually I, I see more intellectual expansion uh, for us, for me, than anything else, uh, because I'm still learning. I mean, right now I'm learning more about geology than I ever imagined that I'd learn about geology, and I'm very excited about it. Chemistry, I'm going back to some of my... I never took a geology class, but I took some chemistry classes, and so some of that's coming back. So, as I said, I, I think the only constraint from this, for me, in terms of personal growth which is going to be very different, right? I'm not, I don't have a job. I don't have a business. I don't have to worry about the children. So personal growth takes on a very personal definition. And suddenly your personal growth is dependent upon your physiological state. 
And so I think what somebody my age has to focus on first, and, and that's, it may be true. I, I don't know whether it isn't true my whole life, but what I have to focus on is my health. Because if I don't have my health, kind of everything goes away. I don't have kids. I don't have family to worry about. I, I mean, I love them and I do worry about them, but I'm not, in, I don't have to care for them. They, they're caring for themselves at this point. Uh, I don't have a business to run. So I have you and the things that we've built on uh, YouTube. And so I'd like to keep those as long as I, I can. And they're not, they're not physiological stressful, physiologically stressful. But I think there's a point that you have to concern. Can I even sit here for, I don't know, we sit here for five hours on some days, you know. Okay, well, you're still living in the uh, what we've done. I'm asking you about what do you still want to do that you haven't done yet? What's on your bucket list? Oh, bucket list. Uh, more travel. I would just love to travel, con continue traveling. Uh, I haven't had the uh, urge, you know, the, tr the traveling for me has been the urge to go back and see kids and grand grandkids. But I'd like to get back to Costa Rica a couple of times. I'd like to get back to Europe a couple. I mean, I'd like to back, get back to all these places. Every year, uh, the organization that I belong to, the Army Security Agency, has a reunion. And every fifth year, they go back, to, they have a reunion in Vietnam. Mm. I've never done that. Mm -hmm. And I think now that, uh, you know, uh, that... Will they be having one in 2020? I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to ask. Because a lot of them, the, that group gets progressively smaller. Yeah. You know? Um, so, uh, so I'd like to do that. There's, I, I think mostly it's around travel and continuing to learn new things. I love learning new things. If I, if I, if I could do nothing but learn new things the rest of my life, I think I'd be okay with that. Okay. Well, I think some of the experiences I would like to have is some, uh, basically helping people, uh, getting clients and working with them and growing a business. I think that's the experience I want to have now because that's not something I've ever done before. Mm -hmm. I've never had my own business right. to where, you know, I had to, uh, to, to run it as an entrepreneur. Um, that's something I want to do that is an experience and it would help me to grow and become the person I want to be. Um, and it would also help others as well. And and help the world. So that's the area of my focus. So, and, and I think what you're going to discover that satisfying clients is very satisfying, right? When you can make a client happy, it's very rewarding, uh, personally rewarding because you go like, okay, well, I got that, you know, done. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. go away better for it. And, you know, your business, uh, the business that you're developing is much more personal than the business that I ran. I mean, it was personal in the sense that I knew people, but I was doing business with a government entity, with a government agency. Uh, you're doing it with an individual, and right. you're changing their lives. I was contributing to that government agency and how it was contributing to, you know, defending uh, and protecting the Constitution. Hmm. So, uh, so in that sense, it was rewarding, but I can see how you helping individuals can be, be very personally rewarding as well. So I look forward to you accomplishing that. Yeah, me too. I'll contribute however I can. <laughs> Yay. Well, and you certainly helped me. I mean, there's no denying that the conversations that you and, ha you and I have about me uh, have always been very rewarding and very helpful and, and very honest. So thank you for that. You're welcome. So focus goals. 
Your focus goals are basically your theme or your outline, which includes your values and your priorities, and it helps you to establish your life path. Which direction are you going? What are you heading towards? And they help to maintain awareness of your intentions uh, so that everything that you're doing throughout each day fits into your priorities and your values. And they provide that direction and focus throughout your daily life. So that's kind of what the focus on the new decade is about. Uh, we've, from awareness, we want to move into clarity of thoughts. And uh, the focus becomes tighter. And we take a look at our thoughts. Again, we do that thought download, recognize what we want, don't want, what we're aiming towards, uh, doing those thought models, discern how we're thinking, what kind of thinking is serving us and what kind of thinking is not, and then practicing that kind of thinking that helps us move forward in our goals. And then, of course, the goal setting itself, choosing the results that we want so that we can move forward towards them. Until you know what it is you want, you don't have a direction. And if you don't have a direction, you're just going to wander around and, and uh, <laughs> in limbo, kind of a purgatory. <laughs> so choose your theme. You have 10 years, the 20s, right? From 2020 to 20, through 2029. We have the next 10 years to think about um, what kind of significant changes might you want to make in your life. You want to choose health, career, relationships, or another area that calls out to you something that needs to be changed. Something that, you, well, like me, I'm letting go of the, the being the mom who stays at home with the kids and drives them around and gets them off to school. I have, I've let go of all of that. And now there's room in my life for something new. So where am I going to go with that? So life is a journey. We're going to invest in the process. The process, why is the process the most important part is because through the process, we become the person that we, that we really want to be, uh, because that's actually what we're going for. If we say, you know, my goal is to have this new car or uh, this much money in my bank account, what we really are saying is I want to be the type of person who has that kind of a car. I want to be the type of person who has that kind of money in my bank account. So what we're doing in the process is changing our identity to become that kind of a person. Once you invest in the process, you will be able to enjoy the journey, the day-to-day -day, uh, doings of getting there, you know, the things that we need to do, the tasks that get us to our goals become more enjoyable because we understand why we're doing it, we have uh, a motivation to do it, and we enjoy doing it. Um, just like I enjoy getting up in the morning and getting my coffee ready and then sitting at my computer and getting focused and going through all of my emails and getting them out of the way so I can get into my work. And I enjoy that. That's something that fulfills me. Uh, you want to love the life you have while you create the life of your dreams. Just like this surfer dude here. Uh, he's enjoying surfing. He may not be perfect at it, uh, but every day he gets up and goes surfing, 
is a day that he enjoys because he gets better and better with practice and he enjoys it every time he goes. We want to visualize. What does your life look like in 10 years? Ah, is that a pretty picture? <laughs> you might want to tweak it until it is. What is your purpose and what are your priorities? Describe what success looks like to you. Take a moment and write, really visualize, you know, really think this through, really close your eyes and get a mental picture of yourself in 10 years. What are you going to go through and where are you going to end up? And why? <clears throat> Once you have that why, that'll help motivate you to get there. Write it all down. And it's a lot of fun to write it down in a place where you will be sure to see it again next year. So if you have a calendar um, already for 2020, open it up to December and write in there. Here were my goals for this year. And then when December comes around, you open it up and you say, oh boy, did I hit my goals? I forgot I set these goals. Or are you going to say, look at these goals. Ha, I, I, got, those, I got those goals done in June. I'm so good. <laughs> so which way do you want to be? SMART goals. We talked about this before. SMART goals is, stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. Uh, you, you give them a time frame or a deadline. The best goals meet those criteria because you're more likely to hit a goal that is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and within a time frame. If you want to say, I want to lose five pounds by February 28th of 2020, and that is specific, that is measurable, that is attainable, that is realistic, and it has a time frame. So that's a really good type of a goal. It's a good example for a goal. Do you have a goal that that you could think of that would be a smart goal for you? So, yeah, I want to grow the world. You mean over the next 10 years? You get to put the time frame on it. So uh, if you want to say the 10 so years or if you want to break it down. Six months, I want to grow the World Sand Channel to 1,000 subscribers. Okay, so by June 30th? Yeah, let's, let's say the middle of the year. Okay. Middle of the year. June 15th. Yeah, and if I don't, then I, I have to figure out what else to do at that point. Because if it's not going to grow, then there's no use in using it. Although, although I'm having a lot of fun with it, you have to ask yourself, what's the purpose here? Mm -hmm. The purpose isn't necessarily monetize it. If it's enough just to keep you interested and... In the, that six months, I learned more about geology and micro-paleontology micro and foraminifera and things like that. What was that? Climatology? Climate, uh, paleoclimatology. There you go. Yeah. So if I learn more about that, that's, that's not measurable. That's not specific. You can't say I'll be smarter in six months. <laughs> it would be nice if I was more knowledgeable in six months, but I need something well, to go along with it. Well, you can say... <clears throat> And you have a certain number of books. You can say, I will read these three books in January or by the end of February. Or right. you have that. Yeah. And then you know that through the reading of that book, those books, and doing the channel that you have... You'll acquire some more. Acquired so, at acquire that point. Yeah. Well, the nice thing about the channel is it's the impetus, right? It's what motivates me to actually do the, the, the learning. Uh, right. Because I want to share that learning with uh, And with it our pushes viewers. you because there's time... Right. Time frames on it. Yeah. 
Right. So, and I know, uh, and you and I have had these conversations about, who, why are we going to do this two weeks, two twice a week? Because it forces it to, forces it to learn more in order to get it out twice a week. And it's not painful for us. There's no pain involved other than the time associated with it, you know. So it's not like we're taking time away from our children in this case. Uh, to be able to do this, we we have that time. So the, the only other uh, thing that I add to that, uh, because I used to teach a course that used uh, the smart goals mm-hmm. concept, mm-hmm. Uh, and that is they they can't be dependent. Uh, your achieving of those goals cannot be a dependent on someone else or something else. You know, some other event that needs to take place. You you make them with the expectation that you are in complete control mm-hmm. of the life that wants to achieve those goals. And that you don't have to depend on, um, if Toby makes sure he gets another bigger computer, I'll be okay. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I, I don't mean to sound like a whiny Shelly there. That was not... Uh, is that what you were uh, yeah, yeah, was a, There is no whiny Shelly. But that is an example. You know, you can't make it dependent on somebody else's actions or activities or expectations. It's your job to achieve those goals. Right. Right. Now, if you'd like to invite someone so that they go on that journey of... Uh, goal achievement with you that's another thing but uh, it can't be dependent on the other uh, on some other individual or some mm-hmm. other event mm-hmm. happening you know that's very good Thanks. okay next decide and declare so you come up with your three to five measurable vision statements or uh, long-term goals and uh, write them down uh, this is for your 10-year vision right? When you were visualizing, where did you see yourself in 2029? Write it down, write three to five of them. By the year 2029, I will be, and make sure they're measurable, right? So I will be living in Colorado in a retirement home uh, and that's big enough to host um, uh, group meetings, um, something of that nature. And uh, write three to five of those and when you have them written down put them up somewhere where you're going to see them as a reminder and we'll break those down into individual years and goals as well but start off with by the year 2029 I will be strategies write your goals and your timeline right your smart goals and your timeline Start off with your vision statements for the 10 years, break them down into individual goals, and then set up that timeline. Okay, in the first year, I'm going to do this, and the second year, I'm going to do this, and so on until you get to that 10 years. Then take a look at that uh, every now and then and reassess. How often should you look at it? Depends on... uh, you know, how your timeline is going. You know, if it's something you need to get done this year, you're going to want to look at it every few weeks. Am I working on this? Is it coming along or have I pushed it off to the side too much? Am I letting too many things get in the way? So decide how often you're going to review your plan and reassess it and readjust as needed. Then the next step is to commit to it and begin doing it. So surround yourself with support and positive influences. You might need to read some books, listen to some podcasts, get a mentor or a coach, somebody to guide you uh, to keep you on track and accountable. 
Then schedule the necessary steps. So you're breaking your goals down into steps, into tasks, and then review your plan and stay on track. Make sure you're, com you're completing those tasks. I know this is easy to put by the wayside. Oh gosh, you know, I'll get around to it eventually. But when you write it down in your calendar and you say, you know, from three o'clock to four o'clock every day, I will spend an hour at the gym or whatever it is that you've decided at whatever time, but be specific and write it in your calendar so that you do it and then make sure that you follow through on your calendar. Each quarter of the year is 12 weeks. So in most businesses, they do 12-week planning, quarterly planning, and this is something we can do for ourselves as well. We can break down our long-term goals into 12-week periods. Uh, to help you with that, as you can see, I have a little free gift giveaway down in the description box below. There's a link where you can get your free Goals in Action 12-Week Planning Guide and uh, it's simply, uh, it's a spreadsheet, online spreadsheet that you can use to fill in your goals, fill in the tasks for each week, and then it's broken down into 12-week segments. And you can use that to plan out your most important goals for the coming year. Here is an unintentional thought model. New year, new decade. That's your circumstance. Everybody's getting the same new year and new decade, right? 2020s are coming. Uh, the thought might be, nothing ever changes, so why do I care? You know, this this does not affect me. Nothing ever changes. I make, I make resolutions every year. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever changes. I still haven't quit smoking. I still haven't lost that last 10 pounds. I still haven't met the man of my dreams. Whatever it was that your goal continues to be that never seems to happen. Nothing ever changes. So you feel defeated. A feeling of defeat is not going to motivate you to get things turned around. What it does is it motivates you to stay the same as always. It doesn't motivate you. It just de feels defeating. It feels like, I can't do this. Why even try? I'm defeated. Your action is same as always. And your result is nothing does change. So your result proves your thought. Let's try to change that to an intentional thought model. So we have the same circumstance. New year, new decade, 2020. Everybody gets the same 2020 through 2029. The thought might be, I've got goals and tools to achieve them. So you've planned out your goals, you have your tools, your scheduling, your motivational um, support to keep you going, your, you've got your why figured out, you have a lot of energy and focus on these goals. Those are your tools. Your SMART goals are written out. And this gives you a feeling of being inspired. You know what? I can do this. I have tools that I didn't have before so I can make new choices. I can do this. So we feel inspired and we feel confident that we we could do this. And then that spurs us to action, that motivates us to use the tools to make those small changes, to follow through every day. And then when we don't feel like it, 
we find some support to get us over those little humps. And the result is that we achieve new goals. We achieve the goals that we set. So here's my recommendations. Assess your current life. Are you where you want to be? What needs to change? What, you need, what do you want to keep? What do you want to let go of? Choose your focus or theme for the coming 10 years. As I said, mine's going to be growing a business um, and looking towards retirement. Visualize yourself in the next 10 years. What's going to change? Where are you going to be? And what do you want to accomplish? What experiences do you want to have? Uh, how do you want to help the world or the people around you? What do you want to contribute? All of those things that we talked about. Set your goals according to your values and your priorities and where you want to go. And then get support. A lot of times people don't finish their goals or don't achieve their goals because they lacked support, they lacked accountability, right? If you have somebody who's checking in on you all the time, hey, how's it going on that book you were going to write? Did you get the first chapter done yet? Did you get the outline done yet? If somebody's checking up on you, you're going to be much more likely to get things done. I am very likely to get all of my presentations done for my live shows because I'm accountable. I've told everybody I'm going to be here at four o'clock on Wednesday and Friday. I'd better have something to talk about. So I got to work on my presentation until it's done. That's accountability. I've set myself up to have that accountability so that I will do it. Set life goals starting today. Get the support you need to find clarity, set goals, and achieve your desires. Learn the best way to enjoy the transitional journey and discover your dreams. All you got to do is click on this link in the description box below to schedule a call with me and you get your first coaching session on the house. I'm going to purchase for you your first coaching session with me. So all you have to do is go ahead and schedule that and we'll talk about your goals. Now we're going to open up the phone line, 202-815-1171, and here's a prompt for you. What goals do you have to create your fabulous future? What goals are you going to be working on over the next 10 years? And if you don't want to call, list them in the uh, chat room. Yeah. So what's happening in the chat room? Um, uh, Huli, K-Pro, Corey Jacobs in the room. Uh, Corey Jacobs turns 31 today. Happy birthday, happy Corey. Happy birthday. Well, Corey, come back this evening. We have a happy birthday video. We'll play that Yeah, we for play you. on AGK. We don't play it on... <laughs> um, uh, oh, second time I brought it up today, so I think I'm out of birthday cards to play. Oh, it, did he say something? He did. In, oh, okay. That's I'm right. sorry. Sorry, I missed it, uh, Corey. First I don't... he said he was 19, then he said he was 31. Oh, so okay. He keeps growing 10 years older. So I'll be uh, next... Uh, Visualize. Next month I'll be 71. So Visualize we're 40 yourself years as apart. 41 years old. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Corey says Friday's... Oh, Sand Project. He's, he's talking about me hyping Friday's Sand Project. Capra is going to be traveling over the next couple of days. I think she's headed west from where she's at now. Safe travels. Uh, Corey says he needs to focus on his health. I don't want to... I just don't want to. I love my zebra cakes. What are zebra cakes? I'm going to guess they're black and white uh, yeah. cakes. Something there? Kind of like... Toby's bucket list. K-Pro says, Toby's bucket list, play poker with K-Pro at the 
don't World Series. <laughs> I offend. think that's K Pro's yeah, yeah, bucket, that's list. bucket list. <laughs> Uh, Huli says, I've been career coasting for a while, but growing outside of work, so much work to do, don't we all? You know, but, but the idea that you can accept that you have work to do is really an acceptance of the future, right? Mm-hmm. It's the people that say, Ugh, I've given up. I can't do anything about it. I don't want to do anything about it. I just want to sleep. Um, <laughs> but when you say, I've got more work to do, that's really that that really is the energy that somebody needs to keep them moving forward, you know? To a, to a degree, unless you're starting to feel overwhelmed by it. And in which case, take a step back and do one thing at a time and let the rest of it just be there when you get there. Capro says, smart goal for Toby, play poker with Capro. So, <laughs> so far I've got her uh, her bucket list and her smart goal. All right. That's not hers. That's yours. <laughs> She's yeah. trying to assign. Yeah. Uh, see what did what did I tell you? Okay, you can't goals make goals are that not, are dependent <laughs> upon somebody else's. Goals are not to be made uh, for Capro other says, people; they're made for yourself. Oh, here's an interesting comment from Capro. Ten years seems for uh, forever away. It does. I would be shocked if I am uh, accurate about two years from now, let alone ten. Well, that's true, but it doesn't hurt to know where you're going. It's like if you get in a boat, right, and you go, "Okay, I am going to go." You know where you're going to go. You're going to. I'm going to go to that island. Uh, I know where I'm headed, and it's going to take a while to get there. And there's going to be signposts along the way, so that I know that I'm going the right direction. Um, and I know I'll get there eventually. You just have that in your mind that you're going to head there. Now there might be some places you're going to stop in between. You know, other little islands along the way that, and where you meet some friends and and you do some fun activities. Um, and you enjoy the trip, and then you finally get to the island. Well, that's what this is like. So there's two things. Number one, it's not as hard as you think, and it's not as far away as you think. Hmm. And to give you some context, (laughs) right now, think about where you were in December of 2009, Christmas of 2009. That was 10 years ago. And I'll bet you at Christmas in 2009, you weren't thinking about where you were going to be for Christmas 2019. So there's going to be lots of changes in that 10 years. And the more you plan for those changes, the more you have control over those changes. And having control over change is a good place to be uh, in life. So just just think about that. 10 years ago, there was no forest. Uh, 10 years ago, there was no forest fan treasure hunt. And I'm using a, an example that a lot of you in the room would be familiar with. So just imagine how far you've come as a treasure hunter, if nothing else, uh, in 10 years. So uh, put it into the context of the last 10 years. What were you doing and what were your plans in December, Christmas of 2009? That gives you some context about what the next 10 years are going to be like for you. Uh, Corey was hammered and he's been sober for over six years now. So that's good. Uh, Tony Rusi says, I started blending my own wine, 20 frozen red grapes blended with a quarter fresh lime or lemon, cheaper and healthier. Interesting. Uh, let me see. There was something. Uh, I have to be much more mindful in the next 10 years about my health. Yeah. Uh, if you want the next 10 years, especially when you get to be my age. And I'm, I'm not complaining about my age. I'm actually kind of happy to be here. You so know. you want to look, picture yourself. Is that Corey? Yeah. When you're 40. And where you want to be when you're 40. Right. What do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? Uh, how do you want to, how much energy do you want to have throughout the day? And then you've got 10 years to get there, but you want to enjoy the journey as yeah. well. You want to be healthy 
throughout the 10 years, not just at the end, but all the way through. And uh, then just break that down into smaller segments. Tony Rusi says, new job, um, I'm sorry, new car for me, job at SpaceX, develop plasma mag sales, find indulgence, rail tour of Switzerland. So somebody's got some plans. Yeah. That's great. Uh, K-Pro puts in, here's some context, 2009, my son was born. And now he's D-Pro. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a. Kids kind of really tighten our focus down to just the moment, don't they? Holy says, my company had just sold out and downsized me. 2009 was a disaster, but here you are now, all recovered. That's right. Things get better if we make them better. So she planned an escape to Antigua. All right. So she's doing some traveling because she just asked, she sent us an email uh, about where to collect some sand in Mm -hmm. her travel. So she's got a nice little vacation planned over the holidays down in the southeastern part of the country where it's nice and warm. Yeah, very nice. Okay. 2009, I was, uh, yeah, my daughter and I had gone to, in August of 2009, we went to California to meet up with a bunch of Weird Al fans for a Weird Al convention. Oh, cool. Wow. Yep. And then uh, December, of course, was Christmas, and we were just keeping in contact with people and, and enjoying ourselves as a family. (laughs) <laughs> I just thought of something. Christmas of 2009, I was in jail in Afghanistan. Oh. That was my last. <laughs> I just thought of that. Wow. I spent the month of December in uh, in a prison in Afghanistan. Wow. And that's, I came home in, in January, and that's when I made a decision like, okay, maybe it's time to retire. Yeah. And I would have turned, I turned 61 uh, in uh, in January, and I thought, I've got a whole year to plan for retirement, so I shut down the business made sure the family was taken care of, needed to do it. But yeah, I was in prison. <laughs> I'm a jailbird. Well, look at you now, look 10 at me years now. Look later. At, just and 10 years, got out of prison. You're ex, not in prison anymore. Ex-convict, right. and now look at me making YouTube videos. No, I'm not, I wasn't a convict. I was put yeah, in prison. It for, was an Afghani prison. Yeah. Afghanistan. And how do you say that? Afghan. Afghan. Afghan prison. Afghani prison. is their money. Their money. Right. <laughs> well... Anything else? That nope, we have? that's it. Uh, let's see. It's hard work, Corey. Huli is telling Corey it's hard work. I have some family that has finally been a successful hard work worth it. Yeah. Um, let's see. I imagine Toby shackled himself to a bulldozer or something. I don't remember that. In, in Afghanistan? Oh, no. <laughs> no, he was working for the government and got mixed up with some uh, shady characters. Shady who, characters. Uh, tarnish his reputation and that's what you get for trusting people huh so please do be sure to check out the description box below this video there's all kinds of free offerings in there uh i'm always updating the member vault subscriber hub there's all kinds of great uh content in there including now we have the 12-week planner You can go directly to Subscriber Hub or you can go to the link in the description box below to get the 12-week planner. There's also some other great stuff in there. Take a look. And, uh, you know, if you're feeling extra stress right now, we have a uh, countdown to Christmas meditation every morning on YouTube. 
that uh, today was about reaching goals, which isn't that funny that they kind of just worked out that way. And we'll have just a few more of those up through Christmas Day. Um, so take a look at those meditations. They're just three minutes long. They're basically just affirmations that you just sit there and let them roll over you and, and through you. And they help you to start off your day on a happy note or end the day just before going to sleep on a positive note too. So it, it, I can tell you from experience, if you put, if there are, if you do them on your phone and you just put your headset in and close your eyes and relax, you'll, you'll, it, it just makes you feel a bit better. You're three minutes later, you feel better about life. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Got another one there. Uh, the softer side, Corey says, thanks for posting a description on up and coming shows. Is that you? I don't know. I'm about... going to check out the weight loss one for sure. Oh, I've been oh trying yeah. To leave mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tony Rusi, I'd buy Toby's yeah. book. Oh. <laughs> After, uh, yeah. Yeah, Shelly's bugging me all the time to write a book. But uh, the things I discovered in life are... Uh, you have to get a publisher if you're going to write a book. Yeah. There, there are two kinds of people. There's speakers, there's talkers, and there's writers. I'm a talker. Yeah, you could do it if you really wanted to. But you got to have a passion for it because otherwise it's, it's, it's just gonna, drudgery. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you would like, if you have a small business and you're a coach, a consultant, or a course creator, and you want to be interviewed on the softer side on a Friday in 2020, just email me at the uh, address ALC in the description box below, thesofterside.info at gmail.com, and we'll set that up. Hang on, let me make we'll a, zoom you in. A, a note for that Zoom scene for... Or if you know somebody who is a coach... Something. And uh, would like to be interviewed. Have them um, email me. Huli asks Shelley any suggestions on exploring encore careers. Oh yeah, encore careers, absolutely. What you're going to want to do is determine again your values and your priorities. What is it that brings you joy? For me, it's helping other people to live a better life. Um, what is it for you? It might be, it could be anything, you know, working with animals, working with numbers, working with whatever. You decide what it is that brings you joy. And then we'll talk more about it on Friday as well. I'm sure Jessica will have some great information to share with that, uh, with you on that. So be sure to ask her that so, question. So is the assumption with all of that, that you can not only be happy, but be uh, but earn, make a living doing something that makes you happy. Is that well? That's what Zig Ziglar says. You know, the the best way to get everything that I want is to help other people get what they want. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Bueno. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today for all your great questions and comments in the chat room, and I look forward to seeing you this evening on AGK at seven o'clock, and again on Friday on the softer side at four with Jessica, uh, for our interview and for the softer side, I am your life transitions coach, Shelly Carney. Thank you for listening to the softer side with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at the softer at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas at e at 